0: Sean Dizzle Mikey Hizzle what it is brother dude I got called big pimpin tonight <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh. I wanted to look down on my car and be like bro I ain't on BLADs nor am I spinning that cheese you got the wrong one on that one <laughs>
1: Big pimpin'. <laughs> I love it, dude. Was he wearing uh, some Fubu and uh, some Adidas?
0: No, he was. Had on cargo pants and a V neck. Really? I was just. It kind of like took me for a second, and I'm like. And then I just wanted to sing the song, but
1: I withheld go ahead give us a give us a fresh bar
0: big pimpin spinning the cheese
1: <laughs>
0: big pimpin rolling b l a happy recording day happy recording day man <laughs>
1: Awesome dude Yeah it was a
0: good time But at first I was like Huh You're talking yeah. to me
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it when black people uh, Treat you good Yeah we had a nice little combo You know Yeah I do love it When you was talking about Them old black ladies Back in the day When you was going to Buy some sticks Mhm. Well, that's salt and pepper, baby. You put that in your beard. <laughs> no, nope, that's natural. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They love it, man. They love you. Um, How can
0: you not love big pimpin'? <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <laughs> that is awesome.
0: Dude, I don't know about you and your weather situation, but... <clears throat> it's like 82 degrees out here but like mm-hmm. breezy I, I don't think it's humid at all oh my gosh i kind of want to be like busting some wood out you know what i'm saying
1: i thought about it bro and i um, do mean firewood of course you do hey <laughs>
0: They do call me Big Pimpin' on the streets. I'm I just, mean, you are Big Pimpin'. Baby, I, had to, so. I had to clarify.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it ain't too far off if you was slinging some other wood, you know. know what I'm saying? Uh, no, it. it a, a storm blew through here around one o'clock in the afternoon. It yep. was a bitch. Uh, it stormed so bad. The thundering, the the thunder. Uh, was so loud it woke Max up after about twenty minutes of me in sleep. And he literally shit himself. It was pretty loud. Damn. Yeah. I'm watching him on the screen. Thunder hits. He kinda shakes, rolls over on his uh on on his knees and Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he went to town. I got off my call and <laughs> ran upstairs and shown a full diaper, man. I'm like, well, I guess this nap is over. Poor little guy. But anyway, uh, to your point, yeah, it definitely got a lot cooler. Um, a, a lot less humid, I should say. Um, didn't have any of the humidity issues at that point. So <clears throat> went outside and took the uh, cover off the patio furniture. And um, it, it was like a swimming pool in there, dude. Had the fire pit in the middle. And so the <laughs> the cover was literally just getting sunk deeper and deeper into the fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be nice to get out there tonight, though. But my wood's too big, so I'd have to cut it hmm
0: <laughs> Always got to brag.
1: <laughs> now to chop it down to size.
0: Dude, we started decorating for fall today.
1: No, you did not. Say it yeah. ain't so.
0: No, it is so. You want to know why yeah. it's so? Why? Because it's going to be over in like five days, and then we're going to have this fall crap up, and it's going to be snowing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to enjoy fall this year longer than like a month. Mm. It's wow. my favorite time of year, man. I love it. Yeah, pumpkin too, smells.
1: Ah, fuck the pumpkin, but. Friggin' um, colors. Just bonfires, dude. The That's weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, I got this. Uh, I get an email today on cigar page. They had a bunch of um uh, ten count boxes for like twenty nine ninety nine. Or twenty nine bucks, you know, thirty bucks. Ton of olivas. I gotta send you the link. Cigar oh, International? Cigar page. Oh, I don't have right. that one. Not a sponsor, by the way. Could be. Get in touch. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought about it because I know, you know. This is, we're getting We're just starting The, you know Bonfire weather You're gonna want some good sticks man And if you can get them for 29 bucks for 10 Dude, all day long Hells yeah You might as well get yourself 3 boxes Of whatever you want And just let it last you for the rest of the fall 3 boxes would last me a while Yeah And it's not even a 100 bucks
0: so, although I will say, I'm making friends with a dude here, and he likes some cigars, so maybe we can hang out more.
1: There you go. Either
0: way, that's a great deal. Send me that link, bro. I yeah,
1: will do. Is he gonna cut the cigar on the right end? Oh, uh, why well, I gotta say that? <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs>
0: If he listens to this, he's going to be like, what?
1: Because <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm
0: going to edit that out, though. All, All right. seven minutes. Seven minutes.
1: Yep. I'll edit this one. Don't worry.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> You'll edit it real good. Uh, That'll be the opening oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, what else? Uh, I'll be in Grand Rapids this weekend. uh, Visiting Micah for his birthday. You got any plans? Winging it? Not a single one. No. He won't call me back or answer my text messages, so... It's kind of hard to develop a plan. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't call you back. So... I know he's going to be uh, doing the test for his next belt, uh, karate belt. And so I'll take him to that. I'm going to try to get there early so I can get him some breakfast, something light, just so he has the energy for his tryouts. And then after that, I don't know, man. I'm all healed up now so I can swing the golf club again. So there you go. That'd be nice. Yep. So yeah, it's all good. And then I'll be making the trek all the way back in the middle of the night. So But she'll be driving in your dreams. I'll be driving with a stogie.
0: In the middle of the night. <laughs> Michael's driving in his dreams.
1: <laughs> I might have to call you to help you keep me up, man, so who knows? We should oh. record one on the road. Yo, that'll keep me up. It'll be a long-ass episode, though, dude. <clears throat> hey, it'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. Who cares about um. quality?
0: <laughs> People want content, man.
1: You know, I watched this video
0: today on YouTube because I was curious and doing a yeah. little bit of snooping around slash modern-day research on something and... uh. Trying to get a vibe for what's what what's out there. Mm-hmm. This dude is a millionaire, and he had a kick-ass intro, and all the bells and whistles on the video. But when he talks, it's him, like just on his like his phone recording himself. So like, there's no microphone. You hear all the fuzz, and it just sounds like butthole. <laughs> and that Joker had like. Millions of views, you know? Really?
1: I'm just like, maybe I'm overthinking things here. No doubt about it. I feel the same way. There's not the best quality stuff out there. I mean, if you just, uh, you know, me and the wife were talking today. If the content's a, right, I guess it doesn't matter. Right. Well, the wife and I were talking tonight. I was giving her a prelude of our episode what we're going to talk about tonight. And I said, you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram, looking at all my food porn. And of course, there's a bunch of TikToks that come up. And some of them are just the dumbest things in the world. You know, it's like that one song. Dun, 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 And they're slapping their fists together. And I'm like the chicken dance. I I don't know, dude. It, it's uh, I don't even know the song. It's just stupid hand movements where people are answering questions like these are the most popular questions that I ever get asked. I'm famous. So here's my answers. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world, but these people are getting millions of views. And then I'm contributing to it because I'm scrolling by it looking for <laughs> food porn you know, I, I like I like the old school dudes that so country boy. He he gets on there. And he's like, "All right, guys, we're making a smash cock chicken today." <laughs> it's just thirty seconds. Put on a little country bird rub, smother it down with a little bit of hot oil. Whatever. That's the kind of stuff I like. I don't care about you know the next booty exercise that you do like. That increased your ass size by three times I don't care That's all I watch on TikTok well, Cause I ain't got no booty <laughs> The secret is to do squats Anyway uh, 15 minutes in almost Let's <laughs> We're gonna get into a very interesting topic I already gave it to the wife And she was you know I broke it down in three minutes and then the conversation was over. She was going to bed. Hey so man, hopefully this, this isn't that kind of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: cue the sexy music. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah. So I was scrolling <laughs> through YouTube again, watching my little food videos that I like to watch on YouTube and uh, of course, fucking TikTok comes up. All this TikTok stuff. But this one was super interesting and I I didn't even send it to you. I was supposed to send it to you before this conversation so that you can see it. Epic fail. Let me just, I'll give it to you as succinctly as I could muster up. Christian walks up to it sounds like a joke, right? So a Christian walks up to a. <laughs> to There's a, a Christian,
0: Arab. a midget, and a priest.
1: <laughs> so he walks up to this Arab cleric, and um, Muslim cleric, and he says, um, you know, he says that Allah's forgiveness isn't, um, isn't sufficient because it's not based on blood he says you have nothing backing up that forgiveness from Allah therefore it's conditional and has to be you know, reapplied over and over and over again he said but the Christian God his forgiveness is secure because it's based on the blood of his son and then the Muslim uh, cleric says to him okay I understand what you're saying, but I would argue that Allah is more gracious and more merciful in His forgiveness because it's not based on blood. You walk into my store and you steal from me. I catch you and then you apologize. You say you're sorry. I say I forgive you, but wait. In order to secure my forgiveness, let me give you my firstborn son and I will kill him right here in front of you. And that way you know that you're forgiven. He said, that's terrible. That doesn't make any sense. Allah will forgive you just because you asked. And will not require the blood of the innocent in order to do it.
0: (laughs) Mic drop. Is it, though? Is it a <laughs> mic drop?
1: Well, I want to talk about it, bro. I want to <laughs> talk about it. I want to talk about it. So, your first impressions. My first impression is, yeah,
0: you can get wrapped up in the story, but you're leaving out a whole lot of shit.
1: Very good. I like where you're going with this.
0: Okay. <clears throat> um, and the whole atoning for thing is... <clears throat> and you know i haven't studied um the quran the muslim faith i haven't read the quran you know which is probably to my detriment ooh i got a copy of it in here somewhere i'm um, talking i'm listening but so i i mean i the, uh, there's a lot that i probably can't speak to with uh, any sort of background or education on the Muslim side. But just on the Christian side, I can obviously speak to that. And I don't think it's, I don't think they're comparing apples to apples there. And again, maybe I'm wrong. But to me, the whole, you know, the whole reason of Christ needing to be the ultimate Blood sacrifice for atonement for our sin was because of the whole buildup and background of the story of the Bible that God set in motion. So, yeah, that's necessary. But, where, like, what does the Quran say, like, in their faith? I'm not. Again, I'm super ignorant to how the world began and in, in the Quran and the whole thing, kit and caboodle, you know? Like, was there Adam and Eve or their version? I don't know. You know, was the devil kicked out of heaven? I mean, like, it, what are we comparing here? So I, you know, but I can't seem to think that they, the Bible and the Quran are the exact same thing with slightly different names for a god and then different versions of salvation for their god's followers does that make sense it does so maybe you know i mean i would assume that you have the quran <laughs> literally somewhere I, I, in
1: your basement i, I couldn't that, find it i couldn't find it it's, it's i'm sure you've read it office
0: or so or know something about it right? I've read enough of it to know
1: um, a little. bit. So,
0: what bit. would you say to what I said?
1: Well, for for one, I, I get exactly where you're coming from in saying that there's no comparison, and um, as it relates to the um, the whole story of redemption. But I think just just uh, sticking with the context of What's required for forgiveness. Um, I, I think the the cleric's point was... Um, was on par with... The teachings of the Quran. Um, but the difference is... Uh, at least for me. The difference... So he took it... Completely from a humanistic standpoint of understanding the death of Christ. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep in mind that the only ones that believe that Jesus was actually God in flesh are Christians. And so, from his point of view, Jesus was merely a man and also, according to the Quran, an innocent man. According to the Quran, Uh, Jesus was the only one that walked the earth that was sinless. Though they attribute no sin to him, they exclude him from deity. And so therefore he is still just a man. And so it is an unjust to sacrifice one man for the sins of the world. Sure. In their eyes
0: i mean i can see that
1: i can see it too i totally see his point of view uh and, and the quran does talk about forgiveness and it does say that all you have to do is ask for it no doubt about it they teach that you ask allah for forgiveness he forgives you because he is merciful um you know god is just god is righteous you know allah akbar We've heard that over and over and over again. Um, the whole premise behind that is is that he is just and part of his justice, though that he's not admitting, is the punishment of the sinner is the punishment of the infidel. The problem though, is that when you exclude Jesus from his deity, that's when the humanity, the crucifixion of a human does become raw and seems improper or unjust. Um, what, what I said to the wife tonight was, yeah, I agree with him. That would be cold-hearted if he wasn't God. The fact is, is that the beauty of the Christian story is that um, that. W- w- Every covenant was established by blood. So you've got the three major covenants, right? You've got the Abrahamic covenant. That's where God says to Abraham, uh, go ahead and leave the land of Ur, your people, and um, you go to a land that I'll show you and I'll multiply your seed to be greater than the stars of the of the sky and the grains of sand. On the earth You won't be able to number them That was the Abrahamic covenant And I'll bless you I'll bless those that bless you I'll curse those that curse you And on and on and on All that stuff That's the Abrahamic covenant That covenant was established by blood The blood that was shed Was the blood of the foreskin Circumcision Right? Then you have the Mosaic covenant The Mosaic covenant Actually, let me back up real quick. So the Abrahamic covenant, um, it, it, it was a covenant that, yes, there was the shedding of the blood from the foreskin, right? He had to be circumcised. And his line after him, every male had to be circumcised. But it was yet a covenant of faith. Right? Genesis tells us that Abraham believed God. And it was counted unto him for righteousness. So that first covenant that God made with man was that of faith. The result was righteousness. Second covenant, Mosaic covenant, was blood of animals that had to be shed, right? I don't know why I've got three fingers up talking about the second one. Anyway. (laughs) Second covenant, covenant of animals. And... Because of the rebellion of the children of Israel, there were laws that were set in place, 613 laws, right? The laws were set in place to show that sin was exceedingly sinful to God. And it was 613 laws to make sure that he drove home the point that they would never be able to please him in and of themselves by their behavior. This is important for one reason and one reason alone. Our failure to please God was the catalyst for the purity of Christ and his ability to please God, which would make him the only suitable sacrifice for our sin. Because sin requires a payment. And that payment has always been death. It has always been death. In every single religion, the payment of sin was death. Even in Islam. There had to be shedding of blood for every establishment of every single covenant. Death. There had to be some form of death. And so, it's not unjust of God to require the payment or the penalty, the price to be paid for the debt that we had. The best part of the story is that because of the, the great price that Jesus paid and giving his life. Dying in the physical sense. We no longer have to pay that price. We no longer have to die. We can live forever. We can have everlasting life. Spiritually of course I'm saying. Because of the physical death of Christ. And this whole idea of, you know, asking for forgiveness over and over and over again is not a biblical concept. Because the covenant wasn't established based on our ability to please Him in our natural state. And therefore, the constant asking for forgiveness has never been required of our God. The requirement has always been and always will be faith and the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. And that faith is what brings about righteousness or salvation, not asking for forgiveness. (laughs) And so I would argue that looking at this video Both the Christian and the cleric were both wrong. And majority of Christians in this world are wrong as well. Which again is why I just love being unchurched. Because no matter how many times you ask for forgiveness, it doesn't bring you forgiveness. What brings you forgiveness is faith in the person who paid the price for all of your sins. Jesus Christ. Was that a long-winded answer? (laughs) Selah. I don't know. I said that to my wife and she just looked at me. She was like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's right. Like the whole, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like there's not one person in the New Testament that ever went to Jesus and said, please forgive me of my sins. That has never been, out of all those that we have seen come to know Christ, none of them have had the approach of, you know, forgive me. It's always been an approach of faith. And even when Jesus said, your sins are forgiven, it wasn't because someone asked for forgiveness. It was because someone acknowledged who he was and placed their faith and trust in him. It was the posture of the heart of receiving Christ that brought upon the forgiveness of sin. That is the teaching of the Bible. Not this falling on our knees and begging for forgiveness. Because it's not your actions that are going to save you. It's the actions of Christ. It's the obedience of Christ that brings about our redemption. Not even your own. The obedience is a byproduct of the forgiveness. Word. Come on, man. Preach with me, bro. I'm giving you the microphone.
0: I mean, you pretty much said it. I don't know. (laughs) I think the... In reference to the video, I mean, I do understand the, you know, the logic of the Muslim in that case, because, yeah, I mean, you know, if someone stole my wallet, and then I find them or whatever, and I say, or they say, hey, please forgive me, and I'm like, well, kill your firstborn, or kill anything, for that matter. <laughs> like, prove to me that you actually mean you're... You're... Wanting forgiveness. I mean, that's... Not only is it based on works, it's just... I don't know. It's very... I don't know how to formulate what I'm thinking. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of selfish on the other... On... Whoever's asking for them to prove their the other party is genuine. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, prove to me what you're saying
0: by killing something. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. I get it. (laughs) It's nuts, bro. But what what kind of god wants that? To compare that to Jesus (laughs) dying to shed his blood for all of mankind's sin to me is not the same thing as what I just said you know yeah but when you hear it of course you're like yeah that's bad I mean that's stupid why would you do that Christian guy's dumb fuck god Allah Akbar (laughs) (laughs) I mean seriously you know
1: yeah. I do know.
0: But I mean to your point, right. are you truly forgiven and free of debt of sin if you have to continually ask for it again?
1: What I kind of what problem. kind of
0: freedom is that? What are you free from? Right. You're still bound to the guilt of shit, I fucked up again. Now I gotta do something. Yeah. You don't have that with Jesus. He did that. <laughs> For everybody, yeah. Who wants to accept it now? You know, not everyone's going to accept that, and that's fine. Because <clears throat> I don't think it was ever meant for everyone to be accepted. Which, <gasps> yeah, said it. Yeah. I think God wants everyone to be saved, but I think He's also God and knows that not everyone's going to be. And if that's shocking to you, keep saying it over your mind. Think about it for a second. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matthew twenty six twenty eight. 28. Where's the KJV version? I don't like this nasty heresy version that they push on you. Open this shit in KJV I'm like a man. <coughs> Sorry, that was a little aggressive. <laughs> Um, at the Last Supper,
0: I only read the message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is at the uh, the Last Supper, first twenty-eight, Matthew twenty-six. After he said, you know, take the bread, eat my body, first twenty-eight, he says, "Um, uh, this is my blood of the New Testament." That word, of course, means covenant, which is shed for many, for the remission of sins. And the reason why the scripture specifically says this was shed for many and not for all is because the many are those that choose to believe because he knows he knew that all would not believe. And therefore that no ounce or drop of his blood would be shed for nothing or for no reason. It wouldn't be for all because all is not going to believe. But many will. And so all of the blood that was shed was for all of those that would believe. It's not everybody. And um, I'm okay with that. God is okay with that. You know, I... I think a lot of Christians get into defense mode when it comes down to um, air quotes, attacks against the faith or against the doctrine. But, you know, I've always believed that God doesn't need us to defend him. I would hope not. (laughs) But truly, right? Shitty Uh, defense. Right. The things that he's done. Uh, throughout history it, it stands alone it 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 has its merit in the fact that he is perfect in moral purity that he hasn't made a mistake all this time and everything has been on purpose and leading up and part of the story of redemption so dude like, you know it's hey, hey, crazy
0: you. finish your point i'm sorry
1: I was going to say, just go back a couple hundred years. You stole something, they would chop your hand off. You know, they're still doing that in the Middle East right now.
0: Eye for an eye.
1: Yeah. And it's like, okay, Allah forgives. And all those who love him will forgive as well. Well, I'm sorry, uh, you chopping off the, the kid's hand that just went to steal a loaf of bread because he's starving. That's not, <laughs> that's not grace or mercy. That's punishment to teach a lesson, which is the opposite of forgiveness. Anyway. Yeah. I was
0: going to say something you said brought to mind, especially recently. I've been going through some heavy stuff and just thinking again, like, you know, you hear loved ones and family and friends say all the time especially when bad shit happens like I just don't understand why God would allow this you know if he's so loving and he's so whatever and you know we're Christians we've accepted we believe you know like why would he allow why is he letting this happen why is he not healing why is he not doing X Y or Z and it's so easy to get in that thinking Mm -hmm. and it's very very challenging especially when you're the one going through it to stop and think about who god is like if you really believe god in the bible who he is and says he is and was and will be But I think it's a good place to do that. And I was traveling in the car, scrolling through the radio. I couldn't find anything on. And this pastor was preaching a sermon on Job. And, I mean, obviously I know the story. And I'm sure everyone else knows the story. If you don't, check it out. But um, just hearing this... You know, because I haven't heard a sermon on Job in I don't know how long. I mean, I don't <laughs> attend a church, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, for a good 20 minutes or so, I was listening to this guy talk about Job and and all the stuff. And it just got me thinking again about, you know, one of the themes in the story of Job is basically God coming to him and saying, Hey, uh, Job. Yes, God. Um, so when I when I created light, were you, did you help me with that? Were you there? <laughs> do you know the mystery of that?
1: <laughs>
0: well, no, God. Right. Oh, okay. Well, hey, Job. Um, when I made an elephant, do you know why I made the elephant like that? Do you know how to tame an elephant? Do you know? <laughs> <clears throat> and it's just, it's simple stuff, but it's like God literally putting his creation in place. Like, bitch, who are you trying to step to? I'm your daddy. Yeah. I made you. you trying to yeah. sit down there and whine to me? <clears throat> and we never want to hear it. Right. Especially when you're going through stuff, but it's like, that is so true, man. To question God. is kind of an interesting thing, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that has anything to do with what we're talking about, but uh, talking about, I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) Next up on uh, ZQ News 101.3. Something you said, like, made me think of that moment. And just the reality that we are not on the same level. I mean, we're nowhere near the same level as God nope. nope, or Allah or whatever the fucking pink dinosaur Trinidadian motherfucker tree you want to call it. I mean,
1: give it whatever name. I don't know. Trinidadian motherfucking tree. <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. No
0: idea why I went on that rant. (laughs) Still stuck on Trinidadian tree.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, to your point, man. uh, Everything about our... our, uh, relationship with God requires faith. And you know, truthfully, it's not lost on me that the revelation that we have, it's it's because it's spiritually discerned. Right? It it's the the spirit of God that knows the mind of God and the heart of God that reveals it to us. Right? It the, the truths the truths that are wrapped up in mystery in the Bible are spiritually discerned. They're only unlocked through the relationship with the Holy Spirit of God. We believe that. The Bible teaches us that, that very truth. And when you, and I'm not trying to fault the Christian that went out after the Muslim cleric, but when you go out on the streets like that, you don't know who you're dealing with, you know? If you if you really aren't secure in your faith and you really aren't that mature in your understanding of the Bible and spiritual matters, sometimes, man, it's best to shut your ass up and, and go back to the drawing board and learn some stuff. Like, bounce some of that shit off of your homeboys before you try to go out and take that shit to the streets.
0: Yeah, but you nailed you know, it on, on the head when you said spiritual maturity. Yeah. You know, when you're young and in the faith, and I don't even mean age young. I just mean you're a new Christian and you're amped up and like, you're mm-hmm. saved, bro. Like, you got the good news. You got to share it. You just, you're zealous. You just, bah, 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 bah,
1: bah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's like those videos you see where it's like uh, a guy gets into a fight but doesn't know that he's an MMA fighter. gets squashed watch this video it's like yeah i can't wait to see this guy get the snot knocked out of him right um yeah you just don't know right it's like the seven sons of skiva who went out to cast out demons out of the public and the demons perked up and was like jesus i know paul i know but who are you You know, just because you said in Jesus' name, like, I'm supposed to know who you are. I'm out. That's who I am. (laughs) Yeah. Peace. The Bible says that the spirits who were in them leaped on the seven sons of Sceva, destroyed them so bad that they left naked and wounded, running home, crying to their daddy. You know, because they were just doing a formality. They were just reciting things that they didn't have any faith behind and because they didn't have any faith behind what they were saying they're just reciting shit they were defeated there was no faith so there was no power behind their words like you you if you don't have a relationship with God and really understand his love and understand his grace for you what are you going to say to somebody else <laughs> okay I, I know I reference a lot of videos but I've been taking a lot of Miralax and so I've had a lot of toilet time anyway <laughs> the, uh, I watched this one video these two dudes are in these hazmat suits they're like we heard about this rager we're about to go into this rager have you seen this video?
0: no bro I don't share as much as you <laughs> I guess <laughs>
1: So they're like, we're going to go into this rager. We love, uh, you know, raves, rave parties, whatever. So they put their mask on. They drop down the the face shield, zip up their hazmat suits, and they go in. They're like, yeah, this party is banging. And you got a bunch of Christians in there with their hands up, just slowly rocking side to side and worship. And those guys, they're just jumping, jumping, jumping. (laughs) Lady walks up to him and says, some guy walks up to him and says, "Are you from the CDC?" He was like, "No, we just love a we just love a good party. That's why we're here." The lady walks up and she's like, "Why are you dressed like this?" It's like it's a it's a rave, right? We want to protect ourselves from COVID. And she said, "We're believers here. We're Christians. We're not afraid of this COVID stuff. We are protected by the blood of Jesus." And said, "We love God. God loves us. He's going to protect us and keep us." safe in his blood from COVID. Nobody's got on a mask. They're all right on top of each other, you know, whatever. And um she said, See, you're living in fear. That's why you feel like you need all of this protection. And the guy looks at her and says, So when you drive do you wear your seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, Uh um um uh, sometimes, yeah. Like, well, are you living in fear too then? Because you wear your seatbelt? Like, isn't God gonna protect you? And it was just it's just stupid shit like that. You know? Like she she literally just got caught in her bullshit, in her selective faith. Yeah. In her you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, dude. Stop being so damn flaky. Stop being so, you know, super spiritual, knowing that you're just reciting things and regurgitating things that you've heard other people say. You don't believe it. You don't know it to be true. It's just Christianese. But when you get a real relationship with God and you get intimately acquainted with him, like study his word because you want to know him more. Not because you want to defend God or defend your faith. But learn it because you it's part of your growth and journey for you to know God more and deeper and more intimately. And then when you get confronted with bullshit like this from, you know, whichever which way it comes. You're able to stand because your foundation is built upon the rock. And not upon the sand. So when the winds come and the storm hits, you'll stand and not flounder like a fucking fish. Selah.
0: Flounder is a good fish to eat, though.
1: It's an amazing fish, dude. I love flounder. It's ugly to look at and it's very, very hard to clean. But you can get some of them, man, that are huge, man. and get a lot of fillets off of them. They taste freaking amazing. It's a great white fish. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Used to go Not surf as as fishing perch, with some family. Yeah. Or uh, off the pier in Florida. Yeah. We'd always hook those ugly suckers. Eyeballs on the same side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're all flat bottom
0: feeders, right? Dang. You know. If we could keep them, we would. My uncle would fry them up.
1: Oof. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Yeah, man, they are ugly. Are they in the same family as like a stingray? Because stingrays are—they get their I shit like so. that, right? No, they—they don't look anything like them. Never mind. That was stupid. But they do. They—they. They, they're flat like this and they're they're always on the bottom and their mouths are on the bottom right eyes on the top I mean I see it
0: I don't think they're in the neighborhood of a stingray though
1: like family no. wise no they're not I just looked it up so ugly as fish though man but they taste amazing so it doesn't matter anyway so folks tell us what you think You know like uh, Are we We batshit crazy You agree with us You like it You don't like it Are you Muslim And you want to debate about it Are you offended because we You know Maybe laid down the smack down to Allah Brother (laughs) Whatever I'd love to talk to you Bring it on Let's talk Let's chat I'm not going to be persuaded either way You know, different from my opinion on this one. Um, I think that our God is loving and gracious and kind. And as I said, you know, his death, the death of his son would only appear unjust if you take away his deity. But as long as you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, is God in the flesh, he is the word of God made flesh. He's God incarnate. In him dwells the fullness of the Godhead. Bodily. If you truly believe all of that to be true. Then it was necessary. That he die. You know. As Peter said as he stood up. After so many of the disciples were scattered abroad and. After the resurrection of Christ in the book of Acts. In the city of Antioch when the Christians were first called Christians. He said it was necessary for Jesus to suffer. He had to. He had to suffer the way that he did. It was the only way for the establishment of the new covenant. So that you don't have to beg for your forgiveness. Like he forgives us knowing that we're going to fuck up again. That's true forgiveness right there. The blood of Jesus Christ is sufficient enough to secure us from the penalty of our sins, past, present, and future. It's not just your past sins that he's forgiven. If it was only his past, only the past sins that were forgiven, then he would need to have died over and over and over again. But he only died once, and the scripture clearly says, once and for all. That's it. Only one death, one sacrifice was suitable enough to be the atoning sacrifice for us. That means that it covers all of our sin. Not all of our past sin, but all of our sin, period. And where we get it wrong as Christians is when we fail to realize that. And when we preach anything different from that, we're in trouble. And I think the only reason why a lot of pastors preach anything different from that is control. So, I'm going to fear, I'm going to Make you afraid and, and shame you into obedience to God. And that's opposite of what scripture teaches. It's the opposite of what Jesus wants from you. He said he who has been forgiven for much loves much. It's not the love from us to God that brings forth forgiveness. It's God's love for us that brings forth forgiveness to us through faith that causes us to love him more. And the more we realize how much we've been forgiven, past, present, and future, the more we'll love him. The more we'll want to please him. The more we'll want to do right. The more we'll want to excel and press forward to that higher calling of God in Christ Jesus. We don't want to go backwards. We want to keep pushing forward, getting closer and closer because we realize how much we've already been forgiven for. Not living in guilt and condemnation for what we've done today and what we're thinking about doing tomorrow. You freaking heathen, you. I'm going to keep on preaching, man, unless you freaking close this podcast, bro. <laughs>
0: I mean, I thought you were about to close it and then you start preaching.
1: all right i'm done
0: all right check us out at unchurchpodcast.show you can find uh find how to contact us there if you'd like um wherever you're listening if you like this conversation and any other conversation we've had go ahead and uh click the subscribe button And that way, you'll be one of the first to know when we put new content out. How awesome. And uh, other than that, I have to pee like a racehorse, because I've been drinking 32 ounces of water this entire time with a Coke. So, (laughs) peace out. Love you long time. (laughs) So long, we love you. Peace. Hello.